You are listening to Up To Me Radio, the best in inspirational talk radio. It's up to me. It's up to me to be the very best I can be. And it's up to you. professionals and talent in Christian entertainment and successful small businesses. Join us today as our guest will be director, producer, executive producer, and founder of DBM Communications, Douglas Douglas Maddox. I'm your host, Gabby G, because I was born with a gift of gab, a trait that each of my friends and family can all attest to. So whether you like to talk a lot like me or you're just a great listener, please join me in my virtual Gabby G Cafe and be inspired along with me as I introduce to you each morning another fabulous guest to inspire and educate you. Each week, I will welcome our guest and invite you to join me in conversations on diverse topics that relate to our journeys in awakening and living in our life purpose. I'm blessed and humbled to be a part of this Christ-led team, and I do not take this opportunity to serve as your host for granted. Here at Up To Me Magazine, we love to encourage and empower each other to be the best that we can be. So this program is truly meant to be a platform of voices to be heard and expressed in a safe and non-judgmental environment. Please enjoy listening to us at www.uptomeradio.com and go to my Up To Me magazine show page to subscribe for updates, free gifts, sponsor promotions, and more. Stay connected with us on Facebook and Instagram at Up, the number two, Me Radio. Our podcast can also be heard on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Simply search for Up To Me Radio. Well, I am so excited to begin my first show of the new year with a message of encouragement and hope through my special returning guest of the Up To Me magazine show. American filmmaker, executive producer, and director Doug Maddox of DBM Communications and Films and the launch of his latest project, Hope's Legacy, starring Diane Cannon. Doug Maddox was inducted into the Producers Guild of America and has since served as the National Capital Chair and who now holds the prestigious position of Chair Emeritus. He is best known more recently for his successful film, 2016's The Christmas Ranch with Francine Locke, and for producing such films as The Bill Collector, The Outlaws, Discoveries of Israel, City of David, 
Duchess of Windsor, Origins, Elvis, 1956, and The Honor Project, just to name a few. It is with great appreciation that I ask you all to please help give me a very warm welcome to Mr. Doug Maddox. Doug! Hey, how are you? <laughs> hey, good morning. Thank it's you good so to hear much your for. Voice. Thank you. Oh, it's so great to have you back again. Thank you so much for taking your time to be with us. I know we miss COVID. Um, You're still busy. (laughs) So that's a shout out. I think I've worked harder this year than any year (laughs) prior, but just not as as much income generation. Doing a lot of development work while everyone's been, you know, hibernating and canceling, and uh, so we're ready to go for 2021. See now, now you're all. You're all good and and ready, and so one of the reasons I wanted to bring you back, or the main reason I wanted to bring bring you back, is just um, for that very reason, because you've been working hard behind the scenes um, and developing for your your big launch, which was January the 5th, which I believe was this past Tuesday, for your amazing film project, Hope's Legacy, and boy, do we all need that right now, so... Before we go and talk about Hope's Legacy, I did want to ask you first, um, for those who are maybe not familiar with your work, um, <clears throat> about your journey into filmmaking, can you um, just enlighten us a little bit about that? Sure. You're taking me back some years, but I'll give it a I go, know. Gabby. It's so, so fun to kind of reminisce. Um, but it really started when, uh, from a kind of a, a missionary heart, wanted to help serve God through um, my work and vocation and started as a aeronautical uh, aeronautical student at University of Maryland and I took an intro to film class and uh, in my senior year it dawned on me that that might be a better fit um, to do a business around film and reach people that way and it was so cool I got into the film department at Towson University and graduated uh, two years later and hadn't looked back since. So it's been exciting. That's amazing. Well, this is something I wanted to um, address because you said that you have a missionary heart. So you produce and direct faith and family films. So why are you so passionate for that genre in particular? I know I know a lot of your films are very, very diverse in in, in scope and in genre, but um, all your, I feel like all your films are very family friendly. So, um, is that because you have a missionary's heart, or, or why are you passionate yeah, yeah, for that genre? Well, my grandmother um, had opened up uh, faith to me when I was young, and I was pretty amazed how much of a transformation it did. And so, so in other words, like God gave me a second chance and a, and a, a world of. That, that needed a second chance and helped our family so much. You know, my parents were like, what happened to Doug? You know, it's like, it just was amazing how you can really um, find hope in Jesus, like, in, in a way that's very personal. And so when I realized, you know, I, I'm not just saved for myself, I'm saved for others. And, you know, I got to, you know, explain that to my parents and I got to explain it to my wow. siblings and then my friends and family at school, and uh, it, was, it was just kind of a, a pouring out. It wasn't something I was just trying to do. It was just something that was just happening because uh, the spirit really was alive and active and is active in me. And so I was like, well, shouldn't my job be similar, you know, to my personal life? And so I was looking for something that could help me, uh, you know, experience that 
same attitude of, of gr- gratefulness and service to others. And so that's kind of what led me into the whole idea of of creating great stories and good good messages around the world, touch, touching lives of everybody and helping them see that, you know, they can get second chances. They can have uh, opportunities of redemption and just like I've had. And so that's really the passion part of why I do what I do. Well, absolutely. That's really um, pretty poignant what you just said. Um, This is your calling and it's your testimony. It's like your testimony on film. Um, Mm -hmm. I really believe that like all of, all of your, um, your movies have like such special messages. Like they're purposeful. I feel like they're purposeful. They always have a message. Um, and just amazing. Um, do you find that um, you're seeing any kind of growth in this industry for, um, to change the culture in this country from when you first started directing and producing? You know, it's uh, tough to say. When I think The Passion of the Christ came out, that was, like, unbelievable. You know, it's it like, was. Well, that's been done, so what else do we need to do? But, you know, it's, I've learned something through the years that – uh, people continue to consume entertainment as as a daily, you know, three course meal, sometimes five course meal, and so they're always taking in. And one thing I learned about myself is that you know you are what you watch a lot of times. And so the more that we can put out there that are messages of hope and messages of goodness and you know messages of second chances is the the better our world can be. And so it's just my hope that it's making a difference, but. Honestly, there's just so much uh, media and entertainment of all genres going out into the world. And so, you know, the right people will watch the right movies when they're supposed to. And, you know, like I, I, I was telling my kids about, you know, Chariots of Fire, you know, an Oscar-winning film. And it was made by a, a Muslim director or producer, I think, executive producer. And yet it was a, a gospel film. It had a – yet it was an Oscar winner. So it – I try to make movies that aren't so extreme, uh, but they are close to someone's heart, you know, that they could say, hey, I can relate to that story. I can relate to that person. And so I try to create stories that are just general human stories that connect to people. Like human interest stories. And you really do. I I think people are interested in in their own humanity and, and possibilities. How did these stories come to you? Because they're all very, they are very different. Take the Elvis 1956. How did you come up yeah. with that? <laughs> well, see, interestingly, we at DBM Films, uh, we both, uh, we act as a micro studio. And in that, we develop and produce and distribute. And so we have distribution partners, we have agents, we have representatives. I act as that into the market and What's what's fascinating to me is that when you come up with a good story, it has to go through a lot of gates. It has to go through a lot of decision makers, and it all start, starts with the writer. And so early on, I realized that I need to get to know a lot more writers. Now, I in our school, Towson University, they had an excellent film program, and they – they're East Coast, so they didn't teach necessarily like the West Coast, the Hollywood idea of filmmaking. It was definitely more independent film. It was more producer, director, writer were all common roles for one individual or multiple uh, team players that had those gifts and uh, talents. 
And so um, I, w- I would do script writing, and I would write scripts, and I would take on independent studies writing scripts. But I realized right away that there are so many more creative writers than me. And so I collaborate, and I help with storylines, and I work through the concepts of uh, writing script for a film. But I work with writers, you know, and it's awesome to find these ideas and these stories. And I work with other producers, too. And uh, so we collaborate. It's a collaborative team uh, that comes up with these. But it, it goes through a grading system, you know, a lot of selection process, right timing for it. And uh, so we, we grade, you know, 10, 20, 30 uh, films uh, and TV shows and docs a year. And it's got a grade, you know, in a high um, level for us to consider it. So Elvis specifically came through another producer lawyer friend up in New York who uh, uh, gave me this opportunity to get involved with Elvis or movies. So that was pretty cool. Yeah, it is. And in the Pizza King, and, yeah. I mean, you just mm-hmm. have such a great genre. I really encourage everybody to just go to your website, which is dbmfilm.com. Is that correct? Yeah, dbmfilm.com. You can see it, but DBM Film Store is where you can actually get some of the uh, products, and and then you go online to all the premium VODs and Google uh, different uh, titles and directors and writers, and you can get access to them too. And you have probably like um, a dozen and a half, 18, 20 maybe movies. So I encourage everyone to really go to his website, go to his store, his store on his website. Um, <clears throat> and um, there, there's a lot to choose from. Like if you just want to watch a movie, you want to watch a good movie, family-friendly movie, whatever your um, cable distribution company is. Um, I have Comcast. I usually go to On Demand. Sometimes I'll do free movies. Sometimes I'll do family-friendly movies. But you really can go to Doug's and, and you know, and support Doug because um, his prices are great, and you know you're going to get a family-friendly movie that's, um, you know, you don't have to shoo the kids out of the room, and everybody's going to come away feeling really uplifted. Um, and you'll just have a lot of fun. So I'm just, I'm just a little um, mid-show plug in there for you, but. Um, I just I love your movies, and um, I know that you're also a director of integrity and a person of integrity, and um, yeah, that's really rare these days. So um, I just want to encourage everybody to go ahead and do that. But there's one movie I really want us to talk about um, because it is the prequel and the inspiration for um, for Hope's Legacy, which we're going to unpack after the break. But I wanted to talk a little bit about the Christmas Ranch. Um, I really love that both these movies, though, can stand on their own storyline. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we intentionally did that. And so, um, that okay, so that was a conscious decision. But are the characters, and, and I did see the Christmas Ranch as well. Um, so the characters in Christmas Ranch, they're continuous in Hope's Legacy. So you'll find some familiar faces if you've seen both, right? Yeah, Gail, it was so fascinating and, you know, a thrill for us to do the premiere of Christmas Ranch at the Center Theater. It's a historic theater. Um, you know, I think uh, the Diner and so many other great movies uh, premiered there for the East Coast. And we had so many wonderful families, young people, business people, you name it, all coming out for a Christmas Ranch premiere. And we had um, a lot of interviews done, and one that stuck with me, which was amazing, I saw it afterward, there was a 4-H club, like 22 students from the 4-H club came down, and they go, 
we need to know what happened to Lizzie. What happened to Lizzie? Oh, What's going to happen? And, you know, they were like, oh, when are you going to make the next film, Mr. Dog? And I was like, oh, my gosh, I just finished this one. And they were <laughs> asking for another one, and it just was a seed. And I said, hey, guys, to my family, I was like, well, do you think we should do it again? And I said, we'll see, we'll see. And it was so cool because Christmas Ranch was highly successful in – a small independent film like that, you know, with no major stars, we had good hardworking, um, you know, B actors. And, but we were so thrilled at their performance and uh, we ended up getting on Showtime and Netflix on that and then a full wide international. And so it's being sold around the world as Christmas ranch and hopes uh, a horse called hope. And we're just so thrilled that that movie is still going on strong. It's a great, um, story about, you know, again, hope and redemption, you know, like you can get a second chance. And uh, the characters um, were young, and we we really wanted to get into Hallmark, but Hallmark really gets to the 30-year-old type of young woman, and yeah. uh, I think Lizzie was just too young. So we we increased her age. We wanted to find out what happened to her 10 years later, and that's where Hope's Legacy kind of revisits her in her life as she's grown up as a young woman. Yeah, that's what I really loved about that. In the in the Christmas Ranch, um, you see how she's come from like a troubled past, and then she she goes to the uh, you know to her grandmother's ranch to um, who really helps her, and the ranch itself, <clears throat> and the horses call to her and 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 redeem her and give her a second chance, and you know she can see uh, God's love and redemption through them, which is like so amazing. Um, and it's and it's such a beautiful also the just the scenery and because um, we're all from, we're from Maryland so um, I have a heart for my hometown in Maryland yeah. <clears throat> to see and appreciate the beautiful countryside and a lot of people might not know <clears throat> how um, horse friendly <laughs> equestrian friendly um, and really famous Maryland is we have you know all yeah, these horse farms Sagamore farms yeah. It's, it's the number one horse Right down capital? below Sagamore Farms is Greenmount Farms, where we filmed both uh, of the films. And it was amazing to see Eris and Angie just give so much to us with opening up their farm. We were very fortunate to come back, you know, a few years later. And they were actually in the midst of selling their farm. And I was really kind of holding my breath, waiting for their decision. They both agreed, let's do it again. And we went to other farms as well because this is a much bigger film and it deals with horse eventing for Hope's Legacy. So we were all over Maryland, all partnering with horse farms and, and equestrian people. So it was really so cool to go back to Greenmount Farms and other farms for Hope's Legacy. And this, the cinematography is so beautiful. And what I love about this, too, is there's some, there's kind of a fascination about um jousting and equestrian life and I'm not a horse woman but it's I don't know there's something that draws me to it it's a uh, there's something I think it's a beautiful it really is what a great name for that what a great description that's what it is yeah I think I've watched every horse movie there is and <laughs> I just love them you know this is like how a human and a horse you know that can collaborate and and uh you know work together it's just mind blowing. It's it's part of creation that you're like, wow, this is this is amazing. So you know, it's not a small animal, and you're always hoping 
you know, that everybody will behave and <laughs> treat each other nicely. Right, there's got to be challenges. The horses and the humans came together very nicely. <laughs> so, and even on Christmas Ranch, so I was very pleased. There's a regalness about it. Yeah, I think you could you really could see is. God. And the way you portray it, you definitely see God's majesty in his mm. creation of his horses. And it is. It's beautiful. It could, just the way they run and jump it's um i don't know there's there's a majesty about it it's just yeah, amazing it's to watch the way they jump it's, yeah. it's very mm-hmm. elegant very elegant and i it was i think an amazing you, film to to shoot i i will be honest with you you know it's like uh candy in a in a candy store you're like oh can i have more please you know it's just like <laughs> can you believe we're doing this it's amazing these incredible animals and these wonderful riders just all working together to help us make this legacy. Well, and speaking of working together, I did want to point out that you, um, most of your projects benefit several charitable organizations, and you worked with some um, really great um, equestrian organizations as well um, that you partner with in both these films. Can you tell us about them? Yeah, you know, uh, we first of all, right at home, Maryland Horse Industry Board has just been a huge uh friend to us and we're so grateful we actually were the first maryland small film or independent film uh incentive program and so for the uh christmas ranch we won the governor's award touch of class and then go forward you know hope's legacy ends up getting uh, the first incentive independent program we were the first recipient so we were grateful for them and and then uh, from the Maryland Horse Industry Board, U.S. Eventing uh, came on board and helped us and uh, sponsored us. And then we got involved with U.S. Equestrian and just wonderful people, incredible people. And they really want to just get the message of, you know, positive uh, horse um, lifestyles. And and so, you know, it's just my, my pleasure to, you know, we made this film independently of them, but they came on board and wanted to encourage us to keep going. And uh, so they've been a big part. Hopefully they'll continue uh, with all the films that we do, uh, but we were just so grateful for them. And you reached over 5 million people. I did my research. You reached over 5 million people in Maryland's beautiful countryside um, <clears throat> for that. And then you got a spread, a beautiful spread, because I saw it online in, on the e-magazine, the um, Equery magazine and wedding. Yeah, which, yeah. Spoiler alert there a little bit, but wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah, beautiful. the equity was great. They helped us with script doctoring. Oh, gosh. That's a magazine that supports uh, the equine industry. It's beautiful. Um, how did they hear about it? Yeah. Uh, through the Maryland Horse Industry Board. You know, Ross Petticord oh, nice. is an amazing guy, and he's very connected, and I was very wow. thankful to uh, get a friendship with him. And, you know, he'd point me in the direction, and off I'd call, and, <laughs> and if they'd be – receive it well they you know we they got on board and it was just neat you know so it takes a lot of hard work a lot of hard uh you know relationship building uh with people but you know it's turned out so great you know so the recipients of some of the um income that we have been able to get so far we give to uh different organizations one is the um starlight foundation is our family foundation so we actually give to that so that we can help you know, other projects uh, get done throughout the world that help in a bit more specific way. Like uh, there's an Indonesian documentary from Two Sticks, and that helps Indonesian people. And so 
we wow. give to that and the filmmaker up in Pennsylvania and other other places, other times. And then uh, there there's uh, Take the Lead up in um, Northern Maryland. They help with autistic children. And then there's an urban uh, uh, ranch down in Baltimore County, Baltimore City, that helps city uh, children come up and experience the horse world. And so we've been very fortunate to help uh, a lot of different organizations through the years. But we wanted to be real specific uh, with uh, Hope's Legacy and Christmas Ranch. So we've been able to donate money uh, to them and help their organizations. And it's always great to partner with others and get them involved. So this is why um, your your films are so successful and why the Lord um, um, lifts you up and because you you um, are a testimony. You're, it's like I said, you're, you're a testimony. Your films are a testimony, a testimony on film. And um, <clears throat> I just love that you partner and um, with other organizations like that for the betterment of mankind. It's just I don't know. It's yeah. just amazing. There's not too many production companies that um, that will do that or that partner with others like that. And I just think it's really special about, about DBM communications. So um, again, just a little um, plug. I just wanted to put that in there. I happen to see that and I happen to know people who've been recipients um, of those. And I just think it's really beautiful. Um, I just love that you live your legacy. You live your legacy every day through your films and Mm -hmm. your family does as well. And I have to say, because, and uh, we're going to take a short station break in just a few minutes, and we'll come back and talk about Hope's legacy. But I was I was blessed um, and privileged to be able to um, work one day behind the scenes um, on Hope's legacy with you, and um, just watching your director style and um, the 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 people and the actors and the crew and the technician, the reverence that they have for you. Wow. Um, as as a person and a director. And you know, one thing that I noticed that other people noticed too was how amazing your family is. Your your wife, yeah. Ann. Your, um, a shout out to your wife, Ann, who's also executive yeah. producer on Hope's Legacy. Um, she's amazing. She's amazing. I really, I really um, have a lot of respect for her. And also, um, and your two kids. Oh my gosh, they were so helpful. Whatever they could do. Yeah. Nobody's yeah, standing three, around. Actually. No, all three of them got involved. <laughs> I'm sorry, kids. you have yeah. three. You have two girls yeah. and a son, right? Uh, uh, one one girl and two sons, yep. One girl. Oh, I got that wrong. Okay, so let's um, tell us who your children are instead of just referring sure. to them. Sure. So, yeah, Anne did a phenomenal job. I couldn't have done this movie without her and the children. You know, it's like you come home, you try not to bring too much work, but, boy, we lived this movie. Right you did. Here. And uh, they just came in and just supported it so much. But Douglas, Evan are my, our sons, and then Elizabeth, our daughter, she'll be graduating this year. And so she worked with sets and helped with any department that we needed. And uh, she's very artistic. She did a lot of photography. And then uh, the boys were amazing uh, production assistants, and they helped with all of the the food needs and uh, just amazing job. The catering, uh, every morning we were all fed because my wife and Evan got up at like 5 in the morning and cooked all of us eggs. <laughs> oh, oh, my gosh. Oh, we went like, to work. Oh, my goodness. Yep, and then we'd pack it all up in the car and head on out to set and set it on up every day. You just sit setting up uh like wherever you are you set up a new little uh tent area it's like a circus and uh get everybody fed and then off to work and you had great food by the way 
your crash table. Thank you. Yeah. You, <laughs> you know did. what we did you... this time, Gail? It was so cool. We ended up um, – so it takes a lot of time, effort, and money to get these films done. And, and our producing team said, why don't we just reach out to some local folks? And we got people like uh, Kelly Associates Insurance Group and Anchor Construction and so many others, Chick-fil-A. They did like a lunch sponsorship. And so they helped us, you know, at certain times feed – our, our crews and, and it was just so good. I mean, I, I enjoyed the food too. It, yeah, it was uh, great. One thing with productions, you got to feed everybody well. So and that was, <laughs> yeah, you do. And it's like, okay, but they get, they're satisfied, full stomachs. They're, they're ready to go again. So. I, it was, um, it was a hot, hot day as well. Like, the weekend yeah, I think that we I was got there. the hottest week on our last week of filming. It was a rough one. I will admit it, that I could have done without the heat, um, but you know I'm so gr- grateful that you know it didn't wash out with rain. So no. you know, we were very fortunate. We did have it, a couple it was beautiful, rain days, which is hot. But uh, yeah, yeah. Oh gosh, the the week you were there is definitely hot. <laughs> it's awesome. We were though. fortunate the first two weeks. And uh, then the last week, it was just like, okay, the three hottest days is in the summer. And it was the longest days, too. It was so cool, though. We were able to pack in a lot. Yeah, and, and nobody was standing around. Nobody was complaining. Oh, no. They just, you know, <laughs> no. It was yeah. um, really we a testimony, hard. Doug. I, I, I had the privilege of being on um, a couple of other film sets. And you really do um, – you do really do – give a presence of um, relaxation, but hard work. Like people relax. Yeah, yeah. There should They're be a concentrating on their minds it. and their work. They're hardworking. Yeah, I think but so. It's, yeah, it's, it's a jovial it was, um, atmosphere. It was, it yeah. was nice. It's, yeah, it's very, very, you know, like exciting because you're being passionate about what you do. Everybody felt that way. Yeah. And I did, again, it's collaboration. You've got to really collaborate and get people, you know, on the – the right goals. Sometimes things like the heat get in the way and you do the best you can. And I was so thankful to see so many hands getting more waters to everyone and yep. getting fans in front of the actors. And we had a, a, a RV just set up for uh, air conditioning. And so many times I'd point people there. Sometimes they went, sometimes they didn't, unfortunately. But I'm like, get cooled off, get cooled off. You know, it's like you got to, you know, keep your your uh, temperatures down and stuff like that. But yeah. Everybody else was like, yeah, getting the waters going. So, yeah, yeah, everybody was at hand, and I noticed uh, your kids were doing a lot of that. That's why I mentioned them. Give them a shout out, um, Doug and Evan and Elizabeth. Yeah. Um, right. They, yeah, they were, they were right on hand, and 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 also um, Anne was running back and forth to the store. <laughs> I mean, yeah. just such a collaboration. I just mentioned it yeah. because um, it's you really do have um, a beautiful family unit. And it really is reflective in your film work as well. So it's That's just great. a little shout out. And with yeah, that, they're awesome. Thank you. They are. They are. So shout out to the Maddox family. So we're going to take a short commercial break. And then when we, ret- when we return, um, Doug is going to treat you all to the trailer of Hope's Legacy. And then we're going to have a special surprise guest. So stay tuned. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. 
For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. And we're back with director and producer Doug Maddox of Hope's Legacy. Doug, before the break, we talked about your journey as director and founder of DBM Communication and Films and some of your earlier films, and especially The Christmas Ranch. The inspiration for your new film, Hope's Legacy, which just premiered this, uh, launched this coming um, Tuesday, January the 5th, and you were good enough to provide the movie trailer for. So let's take a listen to that first, and then we will dedicate the rest of the show to unpacking this uplifting film. Haley, and this is my grandmother. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Linda. You have to take care of this all on your own. Yeah, but I love it here. How much do you think you know about Linda? Why do you keep asking about her? Lizzie! Can I talk to you? How can I believe anything you say? I would never do anything to hurt Linda. Hey, James, I've been meaning to talk to you. Bethany. Whatever's going on between you and Bethany, you tried to hide it. You shouldn't have written me this, and I never should have taken it. You said that the first time you competed, it was disastrous. Let's not have the second time be that way, too. When did you learn how to cook? I've picked up a few things in my day. The best way to do this is right here, right now. Lizzie Evans, will you marry me and make me the happiest man alive? Go on and show them what you can do, baby. message of encouragement and redemption and and also to show the gift of self-confidence that we all really need to give ourselves and especially with um, the young women um, women portrayed in this film can you talk Doug a little bit about that how was this developed from your perspective yeah it's pretty cool um so so many thoughts are going through my mind but I wish you could have seen the visuals too but I'll tell you I, I was I getting chills just listening to that soundtrack I know. it was so good and you get a little essence of everybody's voices, uh, and then all of that music at the end are these beautiful horse shots, uh, these landscapes, this beautiful farm country, and all the different events and things like that. So definitely check out the trailer at uh, at DBM Films on YouTube and like our channel, subscribe to it, and then you can see a lot of our different um, special programs that we put on there too that are free. So. Uh, that's another neat neat outlet. But when it comes to the story, I went back to the original writer um, 
uh, who's from England, Simon Parker, and I said, I think I'm, we're going to do uh, a second iteration of this story. And so I came up with some storylines, and we talked about it and collaborated, and he did an outstanding job of capturing the essence of what I was going for in terms of, you know, the the eventing world. I wanted to get faith in there. We talked about faith, but the reality was, you know, we know these are people of faith living in the real world. So we did just right. a real world environment of horse eventing and how you deal with certain uh, obstacles and and uh, things don't always work out, you know. And so what do you do? How do you deal with it? And so Lizzie grew uh, and overcame a lot of obstacles in this film. So you got to watch it to see how she did it. But there's a bully in there. And I went to a lot of different horse eventing people uh, and and collaborated the story and asked them. And uh, they go, yeah, people are like this. They'll, they'll try to, you know, degrade you and put you down and make themselves feel better. And they want to win. So uh, everybody wants to win the competition. So to find Lizzie, get her voice heard and you know be able to uh, rival with the best of them in the course of any world was just wonderful so hopefully that answers your question yeah i just i just love the storyline and i love how um she overcomes um because there is it's it's called a competition for a reason (laughs) yeah so i love that it's not just she had to worry about um you know getting herself and her horse back in shape for the competition, but also there were um, things going on around her within the competition itself that um, she had to contend with. And how she overcame, and I don't want to give any spoiler alerts, but you'll just have to watch the film. But, um, you know, I just love how um, you threw that little nuance in there. It really, as I was talking to you about this earlier, uh, you really um, put some twists and turns and mysteries in there that I was like, oh, I wasn't seeing that coming. I didn't see that coming at all. Yeah, um, yeah. Now it's just the writing was amazing in that respect, too, that it wasn't like um, it wasn't a a canned, I should say, script. Wherein, no, and, no, um, you know, some yeah. it was very original. Yes. Like you couldn't always see what's coming next. I was like thrown by a couple of things like, wow. What a great twist of this story. Like, I just totally didn't see that coming. There was several in there. And um, Diane Cannon was amazing. So I want to talk about um, your inc- the whole incredible cast, of course. Um, but we have to talk about Diane Cannon because um, I, growing up watching her, love her. Her spirit is still there um, in this movie. Um, things that I loved about her her whole life and um and watching her in her, um, you know, in her career. So how did you obtain and cast Diane Cannon and then the others as well? Yeah, good question. Um, I am so blown away with our cast. They did such a great job. And really the movie, any movie you watch, really is you're watching these amazing actors. It's, it's through these performances and in front of these sets and locations, but it's really the, the actor's performance that's going to sell the movie as, a, as an authentic movie. And so I, as a director, I uh, cast all of my films, and it was really cool because um, when I was asking people that I know, you know, who we could get to play the trainer, you know, you put out, you know, different requests. And, and, and my goal for this one that we didn't get for – 
uh, Christmas Ranch, you know, we, we had some major stars set for Christmas Ranch. The scheduling didn't work out. We were talking to managers. And, and, and so my goal was to, to find someone in that, you know, first tier to, to complement all the other actors and get, get more people involved in this one, Hope's Legacy. And uh, my dear friend, uh, Susan Wales, has always been a great coach of mine, and she just loves helping, you know, with these ideas of casting. And she came up with some names, and she goes, you know, there's a friend of mine, Diane Cannon, who I think would be great for this role. And, you know, over the year, um, I got to know Diane. And so I visited her at a special Bible study that she does out in her apartment condo and Wow, we just hit it off, and um, I said, "Hey, Diane, do you ever do independent films? I know you've done so many great, successful Hollywood films. I've followed your career. I love all the movies you do. You're an amazing actress." And she goes, "It really depends on script." She goes, "I like to write too, and I love to act." And you know, I I said, "So I'd, I'll send you the script," and she goes, "Okay." And uh, one thing led to another, and she came on board, and she loved the, the script, the movie, the whole idea of women empowerment. And so I was just so thankful to her and, and grateful to her even today. We've become friends, and she's an amazing woman. And uh, she is. she's just doing the same thing that I'm trying to do, get good positive messages out in the world and inspire people to goodness and uh, just greatness, really. And uh, she does that. She elevated every actor. We, we have really good actors, but she definitely elevated everyone. I even went uh, searching for the young girl. I was looking for uh, – we, we had you know, the older generation, and we had the Lizzie generation. I was like, we need the, the young girl. So Diane's character had a granddaughter, and yes. I, I, I pitched a lot of different people and found this wonderful young woman named Dylan Steele. So Wendy and Chad – Steele and their family, um, you know, we collaborated, and she she won the audition, and she got involved with the film, and so he's involved with the Ravens, and uh, we've got you know Ray Lewis to uh, sponsor our photo package, and he's like her uh, god uncle. So Dylan is just wonderful. Yeah, yeah. So it was just neat how. Wow. Yeah. So so cool. A lot of different things, and. the way I meet these folks and, you know, Alan Williamson is fantastic. He, he started a, a casting agency um, as an actor. <laughs> and I was like, no kidding. Oh, I need a, I need a couple of people. So he actually brought me Abigail Reed and another guy and then people I've worked with in the past, um, you know, just really neat, really great uh, collaboration and networking and auditioning. You got to audition. You got to make sure they can do their job and, and do it well. And, um, so I'm I'm very excited about it. Uh, the cast is phenomenal. Well, not to reveal any spoiler alerts, but Hope's Legacy does feature a beautiful, beautiful wedding. And now I know there's so many production hurdles when you're shooting a film, but having to invoke a true-to-life wedding production for a film is a feat in and of itself. So it's at this time that I want to bring in our special guest, our one and only CEO and executive producer of Atlanta Life Media and Up To Me Radio, Miss Melinda Davis. Welcome, Melinda. Hey, hey. I'm sitting here, and I'm engineering the show, and I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> I, I 
I'm I'm sitting here like with butterflies in my stomach, and I'm drinking my water because you know I very rarely come on air, but I'm just so excited to be invited to do so today for one of my favorite projects. Well, I want you to take um, tell me um, and our and our audiences um, listeners. Um, about your role for Hope's Legacy and how you got involved, because you did a phenomenal job, and then you brought me in to help, which was such a privilege and a blessing for me. So tell everybody um, how you became involved in this project and what your role was. Okay. Well, just bear with me. But first, um, because Doug and I have built that relationship over the years, um, and Doug, at this point, I'm, I'm like having amnesia as to how I was introduced to you. Do you remember? Who introduced me to you? I think it was you? through Wendy. I think it was through Wendy. Tell, tell me, or okay. it could have been through oh. Dustin. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I introduced you to. Maybe okay. it was Cam. But in any uh, what, event, it, it's when we met, you know? <laughs> yeah, good networking. And when we met, we just took a liking to one another and respected one another's work. And so I want to thank Doug for number one inviting me to participate in the film, in in the production of the film. And along with with, uh, Linda Goodwin, my business partner, and then, of course, Mm -hmm. you, Gail, when I read the script, I got chills because um, in a traditional way, when you're talking about providing business and production support to a film, which is what we also provide, those services, we look on ways on how we can uh, raise money to offset the production costs. Um, and we do an industry standard called brand integration where we bring in particular brands to help to not only sponsor financial uh, parts of the film but also be integrated into the film. But when I read the script and I was reading the wedding, the engagement scene and the wedding scene, I said, oh, my God, this is going to be a great wedding. So what do you do when you're planning a great wedding? you call a great wedding coordinator. So because, Doug, Doug, I'm also going to say not only do you produce family-friendly films, you direct and produce community-friendly films. So taking that theme and community-friendly, I kind of said, Doug, what do you think about me, you know, securing some local providers and people that are in the wedding business and offering them this opportunity to participate in the film. He loved the idea, so I went to work. So we actually uh, partnered with a a wedding coordinator. Her name is Brianna Dixon of Novell Weddings. They're in the local area of Baltimore. Um, She's done phenomenal work in wedding coordination, and she was the first person I contacted. She understood what the ask was, and she also saw the opportunity. And then she opened her Rolodex, and she and I went to work. And uh, we were introduced to Stacy uh, and um, Stacy Bowen of um, Stacy Bowen Flowers, who is a phenomenal local floral designer. Then we were introduced to Melissa and executive chef Jim Benson of 11 Courses Catering. Phenomenal. Then we were introduced to Michelle Kupiak of Cupcakes and Company, who designs wedding cakes. Phenomenal. And then also Table Toppers with Terry and Lisa White Glove Rentals. And we collaborated, coordinated, 
and planned a phenomenal wedding. It just so happened that the wedding was on film. How about that? That's a that's exactly right. I'm glad you I'm glad you said that because that's what I'm, that's a point that I wanted to bring out. Um, so I was privileged to be assigned to work on the reception portion right. um, for the day, and I was so impressed, Melinda, when I walked into that venue. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm telling you, this is a this. I was thinking. Oh, wait, like this is a true wedding. I saw all the trucks coming in, all the food that was set up, and the lights. I mean, it was real china, real, real tablecloths, <laughs> real utensils, beautiful. The florists were coming in, uh, the cupcakes, um, the wedding cake, all the food, yes. the, the flowers, the flower arrangements, the lights. And then, I, man, I don't know, this is sort of like the um, icing on the cake, but the horse and carriages with yeah. the flowers. And I, mm-hmm. this, I'm like, this was better than my own wedding. Yeah, it <laughs> was have, a true coordination. Additionally, it was. the crew, uh, it was the best crew to work with. Um, I, I, too, have been on other movie sets, and I just got to tell you that this was one of the smoothest, easiest crews, yep. you know, ever that I've worked with. And I also um, want to give another shout-out because there was another opportunity in the film, and we also assisted with finding a, a great community vendor for the funeral scene. So I also want to do a shout-out to Wiley Funeral Homes, who stepped up, um, and Mr. Albert Wiley, who um, has one of the um, uh, most well-known family-owned funeral businesses in the Baltimore, Maryland area. He did not hesitate. When when I made the call and the ask and told him about the film, he said, absolutely. And uh, Doug will agree. They showed up. They participated. They helped. And they, too, are helping to promote the film. And then also um, we had an awesome opportunity to um, help with the call out with extras because, again, in that spirit of community-friendly, a lot of the extras that were there, uh, a lot of the uh, participating uh, sponsors, you know, they opened it up to their, their customers. And so this truly had a community feel, and everybody was so excited the day of filming. Um, and so I personally also want to do a shout-out because I had the opportunity to invite my young niece, Dakota Marshall, who, y'all remember the name, she wants shout to be an Dakota. actress. <laughs> so she, so she came from New York. She was so happy, had her, her two outfits. And then my sister, Rhonda Curry, with her son, who is an actor, a young actor, Michael Curry, Curry they were able to participate and be on set. But it was such an exciting, uh, exciting time because you, it really felt, like a a real wedding. I mean, everything, nothing went, um, even the finest details, down to the napkins, the silverware, everything, everything. was pristinely selected, and it all came together. And I'm going to tell you, I I think uh, it, the wedding scene should have should be nominated for a set design because it was beyond, beyond, beyond. It was beautiful. So, and if you see the film, and I'm I'm doing a shout-out when everybody to see the film, and then you can see the work. But I just want to thank Doug. It was a great opportunity. I look forward to us being able to do it again. We were talking before we came on air, some opportunities. So we look forward to doing something similar again. But this was uh, this was 
fun. I mean, when you can do yeah. something that has a fun element and you're passionate about it, the the results actually portray that. And and I just number one, just want to thank Doug again for the opportunity. And um, yes, check out the film so you got can it. see everything I'm talking about. <laughs> I, I I got a big smile on my face just listening to you. I couldn't have said it better myself. Thank you so much for shouting out all those incredible partners in our film. They 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 became part of the film and they they got to act in it too. I remember Wiley came and said, Hey, you want to get in it? Yeah, so they're great. <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> and even it. Chef Jim. Chef Jim made an yeah. appearance Chef in the Jim film. Yeah. Part of the he, he is amazing. Yeah, he gets on, you know, like the the morning shows up in New York and other places around town mm-hmm. and I said, Okay, Jim, you're going to be in this movie. He's got lines and everything. He became yeah. tag eligible and all that stuff through it. And the wedding planner. Who played the wedding planner? He was great, too. Oh, yeah. yeah I was trying to go after you know uh, a certain role. So Donald M. did a great audition for me, and I've always wanted to do something with him, and he's a great guy. And mm-hmm. But uh, like Jacques, uh, the wedding planner um, in uh, the Steve Martin uh, movie, um, I'm, I'm skipping on the name, but Anyway, I was kind of going after that model a little bit, but not too over the top. But he brought the comedy that we needed. It was uh-huh. so good. He was cute. <laughs> yeah. He did a great job. His outfit. Show. I even uh, liked his outfit yeah. and everything. It was great. There's so much that goes on that from soup to nuts in producing a film like that. And then when you're throwing a real wedding in the mix to that, I was like, oh my it gosh. was just what like, a huge day. What a huge uh, day. I mean, that was uh, one of many days. And like, you know, Melinda was saying, if we didn't have all these amazing people helping us, you know, that that's crazy. But we, as soon as that was done, we had to set up and go to the next uh, horse offending uh, uh, location about an hour away. <laughs> so we had to get, that going and get that going, and it was just nonstop. But Fairwind Stables was great. We did Full Moon Farms and Fairwind Stables and Greenmount Farms which were the farms that we uh, filmed on. They were all so amazing uh, how they came together and collaborated. But, you know, Diane walked the set at the um, Fairwind Stables at the their wedding venue. It's a, a, a horse arena and wedding venue. They actually do weddings there. And as she walked through, Diane, uh, that is, um, she said, Doug, if you would have done this in Hollywood, this would have been so, such a huge budget and she goes, how did you do it? I said, we just have a wonderful community that just came around this film, and we're so grateful. So she she saw something from us in the Maryland uh, Delmarva um, region that just kind of blew her away, and it speaks loudly. You know, it's like people it coming does. together uh, and doing good works. And um, but it was it was it was it's so great to hear you talk about it from uh, your perspective because, like I said, it gives you a big smile and. And there's such good memories. You know, it's like I I had a smile on my face throughout that whole day. We did a wedding out in the backyard of the house, the farmhouse, and then we transitioned and went to the arena that evening. And uh, we had probably, I'm going to say, two to three hundred extras that day. Uh, And uh, it was was phenomenal. The people just, you know, we had uh, holding areas. The preacher that was a that was an interesting cast too. I I, I was able to get Michael W. Smith and, and made him an offer, and we just couldn't work out the scheduling again. It's really amazing how you can do that. And I was like, you know, I put the ask out to some folks, and uh, 
And Dustin Plantholt came out and did the audition. We got to meet, and he nailed it. He nailed it. He, he was supposed to be that pastor. And uh, he did a great job of both the funeral and the wedding. And, you know, that brings – he had his family Bible, and he, he said, Doug, how can I – you know, choose the scriptures. I said, yeah, go ahead and, and, you know, pass them by me, of course. But he did a wonderful job. He took it to heart. And uh, so I'm so glad, you know, that's, that's an important uh, role model and character. And it just tied everybody together. And, you, you know, like you said, Melinda, it was an actual wedding. We actually had a wedding. It was. <laughs> and they came dressed. They came dressed and pressed. I was like, it was hot, but people <laughs> were dressed in their Sunday best or wedding best. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't that neat? They looked beautiful. Yeah. It was beautiful. Yes. Yeah. We even got amazing. up and danced and all that good stuff. Oh yeah. The kids were dancing. The children were dancing. I they gotta tell you, they you know, had fun. In the vision of the this section of the film, I I really wanted it to be um, you know, just a, a beautiful coming together in the unity of a, a couple and and the family and the community that comes around them. And when I was uh, in editing and we were putting together these scenes and the vision I had even early on when Melinda and Jim and Melissa and others were meeting and talking about what this wedding day would look like, it came out much better, even better than I had envisioned, which is the best thing to happen. And But as we're editing, I'm like, oh, we need the right song. And I reached out to the Grey Havens. They're down in Nashville. They're, uh, they do faith uh, folk type music. They did a, a song, Band of Gold. So my family loves their music. Oh. They do great work. And they, I got, we got to meet them. They're very nice. They, they let you meet each, each – uh, they, they actually talk to the audience one-on-one after their concerts. That's how special they are. And mm-hmm. so I told them about this movie. They go, Band of Gold was just – and we just finished it. We think that would be great. And I thought that might be the end of it. And I continued communicating. And sure enough, they they were um, we were able to license their song in the movie, and it was a perfect fit. And it then, really was. Uh, Tori Martin, another incredible Nashville artist, uh, gave us the the song "Fun." And I just like love this collaboration with Nashville artists, and 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 but and it sets that vision. And cements it, and it said that's the way it was supposed to look and feel and sound. And, you know, everybody has to work together. You know, Stacey Bone and her family came out. I was blown away. Cupcakes <laughs> and Company, you know, some women, of course, catering. They, they made it so special, you know. just You'll love it. I mean, it had the montage and the song and the way it came together. It's just, it was beautiful. And the deep the sea way, work of Doug Ray, mm, really the fantastic. Way they, the way they incorporated the um, the song at the end, um, Band of Gold, it was it was so beautifully done. Um, I just love the way that you did that. It was, it was such an amazing ending to the to the show and uh, to the film. And I don't want to give it away. I don't want to give any too uh, too many spoiler spoiler alerts. But um, listeners really need to go to um, um, any one of the venues, and I'll give a shout out to that in just a few minutes. Um, but I'm sorry, it's all the time we have for now, Doug and Melinda. Yeah, I uh, want. Yeah, I want to punch. Uh, or I want to make sure people get the opportunity to go to HopesLegacyFilm.com because you can see the sponsors, you can see the VOD platforms, and and you can get access to it. So HopesLegacyFilm.com is a really good portal to, you know, get this into your listeners' hands. I 
get please go see um see the movie it's um it's such a delight it's beautiful to watch it's fun to watch it's uplifting to watch um it's very exciting to watch so um please go see hope's legacy go to hopeslegacyfilm.com well Doug um I just wanted to thank you again, and Melinda, thank you both for coming here and to take the time and delight us with the trailer for Hope's Legacy and sharing the creative process with us. It's always such a pleasure to have you on our program, and you always educate us with the filmmaking process and make it so exciting. And um, I really hope that this show encourages um, all of our listeners this morning to just plan a date night or a family night at home to rent or buy Hope's Legacy again. Doug only makes family-friendly films, um, and the messages through Hope's Legacy will be sure to bless and encourage you and your loved ones at a much-needed time right now. So I'd like to close out, Doug, if you don't mind, um, with a short prayer blessing for you. Thank you very much. Lord, we thank you for the gifts and talents of Doug Maddox and for DBM Communications and Films. We're so thankful that you have a faithful steward in Doug Maddox and his family who strive to create purposeful, spirit-led faith and family films to bless and lead others to you. We ask that you continue to provide film opportunities and grow DBM Communications throughout the coming years. And we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, Live your dreams and live your legacy, Hope's Legacy. Don't miss your opportunity to experience Hope's Legacy during a starring award-winning actress Diane Cannon. Simply go to the many online video on-demand platforms to rent or purchase. You can find Hope's Legacy on Amazon at www.amazon.com forward slash hopes dash legacy dash Diane Cannon. DBM Film Store link at https forward slash, forward slash, dbmfilm.com, forward slash shop, voodoo at www.voodoo.com, forward slash content, forward slash movie, or Fandango Now at www.fandangonow.com, forward slash details, forward slash movie, forward slash hopes, dash legacy, dash 2020, and also on Microsoft, forward slash Xbox, Google Play, YouTube, and Vimeo. On your U.S. cable providers, please find Hope's Legacy on DISH, DirecTV, Comcast, Spectrum, Charter, Cox, Verizon Fios, Frontier, Suddenlink, Mediacom, CenturyLink, and Google Fiber, and Hope'sLegacyFilm.com. If you would like to view the trailer that we heard this morning, just go to YouTube.com at Hope's Legacy Official Trailer and to also view some other fun clips from the movie. To learn more about DBM Communication and Films, or if you would like to interview Doug or hire him for your next production project, you can contact Doug through his websites at dbmcommunications.com, dbmfilm.com, or email Doug to doug at dbmcommunications.com, or simply call him at 410-825-7400. Perhaps you've missed some of DBM's other film projects, like The Delightful Christmas Ranch, which is one of my seasonal favorites. No problem. You can purchase any one of their previous works by going to www.dbmfilmstore.com. 
DBMCommunications.com. On social media, you can follow DBM Communications and Hope's Legacy Film on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, and YouTube, respectively. The Up to Be Magazine show will be back next Saturday morning at 10 a.m. with another fabulous guest to inspire and educate you. So mark your calendars and meet me here at the Gabby G Cafe. And on behalf of Mel D and myself and the entire cast of Up to Me Radio, this is Gabby G saying take five this week and be inspired to ask yourself about your own Up to Me journey. Then come back to share it with us because you know what? It's your life, your journey. It's up to you. Take us out, Mel D, as we listen to our fabulous theme song, Wake Up, by Blessed Love Gospel Reggae Band. It's up to me to be the very best I can be. And it's up to you.
sleepless slumber We can do this no longer Me have to say Wake up, wake up and live Your life is full of purpose You must see that you're worth it Again I say Wake up, wake up and live From your sleepless slumber We can do this no longer Me have to say Wake up, wake up and live Your life is full of purpose So work it as you Thank you. 